Hey everyone, welcome to the I Dare You podcast. This podcast it is all about you and helping you reach the big goals that you have for your life and what next steps you want to take to get there. And I'm your host, Aaron Johnson. Welcome to episode 97. Your guest in this episode, it's me. And I can't wait to spend a few minutes with you. we got a lot to talk about. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to a fresh episode of the I Dare You podcast. I am really glad that you are here. For those who are here for the very first time, I'm not surprised. We got a lot of brand new listeners every single week. A lot of you are new to the show. Follow us on Instagram at I Dare You Pod. That's where all the action is happening. A quick thank you to everyone for listening, but also sharing. So if you're inspired to do so after you listen to this episode, I'd appreciate it. Well, I'm looking forward to this episode. I've been waiting for this one because it's so important for us to answer the question of what do we want our life to look like 10 years from now, five years from now, and yes, one year from today. Quick exercise for you. Grab your iPhone or your smartphone, uh, not if you're driving, but take a look at photos from one year ago. You can go in the search bar, look at photos from today's date, one year ago, do the same thing maybe five years ago. And they say that if you don't cringe a little bit by doing that exercise, if you don't look back at who you were, if you don't cringe a little bit, it means that you're not growing. My point is that one year from today, we all are gonna be somewhere. The question is, are we guiding it and directing it in an area that is most important to us and to our family, whatever is most important to us, or are we just letting it happen? So we talk a lot about the importance of taking action, and I know you know that. In fact, many of you are already moving, and you're moving fast. But as a blanket statement, I am always surprised, always surprised by the fact that if we know that we have 80 years on this earth, 80 years, that's the average life expectancy in North America, then why is there not more urgency to our days, to the goals that we want to accomplish in life? But now wait, before we go off now and start doing tons of activity, tons of actions every day, running down the hallway with our hair on fire, before you move with even more urgency, the real question is, what is it that we want? And are our actions in line with those types of things that bring us to where we want? You know, I've noticed something in talking to a lot of successful leaders. They're so successful and they're just knocking down goals in their life professionally. And by any standard, you look at them saying, holy smokes, they are successful. And they are. And they know they are. And yet, they're not happy. In fact, for some, we're miserable. Now, how could that be? Well, I believe that in some cases we are living a life that we think we should want instead of what we want. I think a real problem is that we don't know who we are and where we really want to go. You know, back in 2010, I received my MBA from Washington University in St. Louis, Olin School of Business. Fantastic program, learned a lot. And one of the professors talked about the Abilene Paradox. And recently, it's amazing, I've heard about the Abilene Paradox from a couple other people, and I want to introduce it to you as well. I think a story illustrates it best. In the days before air conditioning, a family's playing a game together on a hot, sweltering summer day. The father-in-law suggested they drive from their hometown of Coleman to Abilene, Texas, about 53 miles away. The wife says, sounds good. The husband agrees. The mother-in-law says she'll go along too. And they take this hot, dusty ride to a mediocre restaurant. And after returning home, they were hot, they were sweaty. 106 mile round trip, the complaining started. The husband politely and probably pretty disingenuously says, great trip, right? The mother-in-law says, to be honest, I would rather have stayed home. And the wife agrees. 
And the father-in-law confesses the same. Turns out he only suggested it because he thought that they would all be bored staying home. The Abilene Paradox. It's all about how people go along to get along. Now, that story is true. It happened to Jerry Harvey, who years later became a professor of management at the George Washington University in 1974. And he told the story in an article entitled The Abilene Paradox. So what does that mean to all of us? Now, we could talk about this from an area of business and teams, and we probably will in a future episode. But I want to talk about it in very personal terms, in our lives and our goals. Where are you at right now in life and in career, your vocation, or maybe your personal life? And are you doing the things that you know that you want to do, or are you in a car to Abilene? Are you living your life because someone else thinks you should do it that way, or because you don't want to upset someone, or because you don't want to have the hard conversation, or because you don't want to disappoint your mom or dad, and you're living a life based on what others think that you should be living? This is a tremendous time of year, tremendous opportunity to take a pause and to look at where you want to take things. If you've ever felt that you are succeeding in your business and you're succeeding in your professional life, then why are you not happier? That may be a clue that you're on your way to Abilene, but here's the good news. There are some steps that you can take in a really fun way to once and for all answer the question about where do you want to take your life? To develop more trust to speak up and to trust yourself, to choose yourself, to push back against social comparison. And for you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, what do you want your life to look like one year from today? So here's how. First, it's all about changing your mindset. You know, so often we think about what we want to achieve. And I think the mindset shift is to start thinking about who you want to become. And as you ponder that question, the difference between who you are today and who you want to be is what you do. It's not what you say. One of the questions I always ask groups when I'm, a, when I'm talking to them at the live events that I go to is how many of you would say that there's a gap between where you are today and where you want to be? And that one question, invariably, every hand in the room goes up, including mine. The question you should be asking is, okay, I, I have this idea of who I want to become, but how do I put more texture to it, more color? One of the ways, the best way that I know of, is to build for yourself a vision board. Now, many of you already do vision board exercises in your life. You've been doing it for years. And if you haven't, this is a wonderful time to do so. I'm going to give you a few things to think about, though, that will take this to another level. The science on vision boards is overall, to my read, very inconclusive on how effective they are, in part because when you put things on your vision board about what's possible in your life, the brain loves it. You get a rush of feel-good chemicals, so much so that it's almost as if you were doing the work to reach that goal. Do you see my point? The brain loves it so much that we don't have to do any work. We can build a vision board and look at all these great pictures of what our life could be like, and yet nothing changes. The research does, though, confirm that building a vision board and using pictures and images of people actually doing the work in order to reach the goal that you have, that has a much different outcome. And so I love vision boards when you're building something that is showing you doing the work that you need, the habits that you need in order to reach that goal that you have for your life. I know it's a very nuanced difference, but for those who have done vision boards, see if I'm right. You know it. I I built vision boards as well when I have pictures of specific outcomes, when actually doing a vision board with the actual work and things that tell your brain that in order to do this, it needs to actually put in the work and establish habits to help us get there. It's a game changer. So yes, build a vision board. I invite you, especially this time of year, do so. I'll take it one step further. 
If you want to take things to another level with your spouse or with a team that you're building, have a vision board party. It doesn't take a lot of money. In fact, it's a lot of fun. Get some cardstock, get some magazines, some markers, maybe your favorite bottle of wine or two, and have a vision board party. And by doing so, you are going to naturally uncover who is it that you want to become. Remember, it's not about what you want to achieve, but who is this person that you're just starting to meet? Now, back to the Abilene Paradox. The second big thing, the mindset shift that we can make is, instead of blaming others for the fact we're in the car, this hot car with no air conditioning, and we're on the way to Abilene, instead of blaming others for it, what if we changed that and we owned it that we need to make some changes ourselves? We're in the car. We got in the car. So that person that you want to become, can you see him or her? Start asking yourself the question, how would that person behave? What are the habits that that person would have every single day? How would that person think and act and walk and dress? Those habits that are really tough to do. Maybe it's getting up earlier in the morning and getting that workout in. Or maybe it's going shopping and avoiding the inside aisles where all the processed foods are and you focus more on the outside aisles where the fresh fruits and vegetables tend to hang out. Maybe the person you want to become is starting to unfollow people on social media. You know the people, the people that trigger you and make you feel really insecure. So my challenge to you is always ask the question, how would that person behave? What habits would that person have in order to reach that goal, to become the person that you want to become one year from today? A final point on who that person is you want to become. Question for you, what percent of your income is spent on your professional and personal growth? And if that's the first time you've ever been asked that question, that's okay. But I'm going to ask it again. This might be the second time. What percent of your income is spent, is invested in your personal and professional growth? Because if you're serious about becoming a different person, about finally tapping into what is it that you want your life to look like, you do need to invest in you. I know you're investing a lot into everyone else, your mom, your dad, your kids, your spouse. That's, that's okay. I'm not saying <laughs> pull back from that. What I am saying is that it is time for you to invest in yourself. What might that look like? Well, it really depends. When we talk about finding out what you want to do with your life, where do you want your car to go? But you need to invest in yourself in those areas that round you out and to help you uncover what are some of these things that you want to do. How much are you spending on yourself? And notice that difference. I said spend. Yeah, I should have said invested in yourself. When you invest in something, there's a return. There's an ROI. I contend that by investing in yourself, never a bad thing. Now, of course, common sense. But investing in yourself allows you then to have this mindset of you are on a journey. You are continually trying to become better and sharper. And also you're discovering new things about yourself along the way. So let's say you're making $30,000 a year. Maybe we're going to start with investing 1% of your income. That's $300. Maybe you're in a whole different stage of life. Maybe you want to go higher. Maybe you're making $100,000 a year and you want to spend 5% or invest, my mistake, uh, 5% of your income. It's $5,000 a year. What would you do with that? Where would you invest in that? For some, it might be working on some relationships you know you need to work on. Maybe you want to take a course on, on improv to improve your public speaking or start writing a book or starting a podcast. Maybe there's a nonprofit that's on your heart that you want to take some steps toward that. Or you want to make a career change and you need to take some courses in order to get ready for that move. Maybe you want to start dressing for the, your next job and so you want to update your wardrobe with just a couple of really great classic pieces 
that elevate your mind and also position you for what's next. Okay, let's get real talk about what's going to happen here in the next 90 days as you build your vision board, you start asking the question about what would that person do, what habits, and you start implementing some of these. You know what to do. The biggest barrier is not going to be the skill. Your biggest barrier for all of us is going to be our own comfort zone. That's what gets in our way every single time because it's comfortable. And also, in some cases, it's the life that we think others want us to live. Many of us got to this place because we're afraid of what other people will think of us. Or maybe if we dare to dream and to pursue something, we make it public that we are afraid of what other people will think of us if we fail. Well, I got some news for you. And you may not believe me, but I'm right. No one is thinking about you. They're not. They're not thinking about you. They're way too busy thinking about themselves. We all are. We're concerned about what happens in our lives. And so my message to you is enough. Go do the thing that you want to do. So here's my I dare you challenge for all of us. I want you to look at your life as if you're considering going to Abilene, Texas on a 104 degree day without any air conditioning. Is that really what you want to do? If so, God love you. Turn up the music. Make it a road trip. Have a wonderful time. Nothing wrong with that. But if it's not where you want to go, stop the car. It's time. Stop the car. Speak up. Get candid with yourself or your spouse or whoever else is in the car with you and say, you know what? Here's what I really want to do, and here's why. And here's the payoff. The moment you can become that person, that internal thing that you know you are, you know you want to become, and let every other question go, all the second thoughts, all the overthinking, you will be unstoppable. Okay, that's what I want to share with you. I can't wait to get your feedback in this episode. Send me some pics of your vision boards when you're done. I'd love to show this also on the I Dare You podcast Instagram page, at I Dare You Pod. And now that you listen to the episode, who are you going to share this episode with? Someone important in your life that might need this message right now. And also, if you like the episode, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast so that you do not miss an episode. We're getting closer to episode 100. And I appreciate you being here for this episode and part of this I Dare You podcast community. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'll see you back right here on the I Dare You podcast. I'll see you then.